Welcome to Putting the Real in Real Estate with Dave Nimick, the podcast where we work with real estate enthusiasts to share the unfiltered truth and the reality of real estate. Now our host, Dave. Hey, it's Dave Nimick. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Putting the Real in Real Estate. This week's topic is the signs of change in real estate. Did you ever think about the fact that our ego is often tied with what happens to us with real estate? When things are great, right? If we make a purchase and the market goes up right after, we think, hey, it ain't nothing but a thing, right? But if the market gets worse, and if we just look at it as a snapshot, like if the market goes down after we've made a purchase, somehow it almost feels like we were born under a bad real estate sign or something. So I'm here to say that's totally normal. It happens, right? What you need to remember is that you're never going to know at the exact time you're buying or selling for that matter, that it's the perfect time to be doing so. And by the way, there isn't a perfect time, but if it's a good or a bad time to be doing it, it's always a rear view mirror type of thing. You're always looking back to either validate that it was a good decision or if it wasn't a good decision, it's still, it's a decision you made based on the information you had at the time. So some things you want to think about with all of this are your overall timeline, right? Or what you may want to get out of a property. So is it a place where you're going to raise your kids or are you just going to stay there for a couple of years, you know, kind of be a quote unquote starter place, whatever. Or are you buying on speculation? Is it something where you kind of want to just kind of get in and out of the real estate market? Or is it a long-term hold? You know, is it an investment that you're going to give to your family? Something like that. So there are definitely many unknowns in real estate and that's not necessarily going to change, right? Some of the questions that you may have certainly are, what's going to happen with the market after I sell or after I buy whatever decision you need to make at the time. And I know to a fault, I haven't met anyone who wants to be on the wrong side of a market when they're looking back on their decision. Subconsciously, deep down in places, people don't talk about at parties. They do not want to be on the wrong side of the market after market has changed, right? So thoughts you may be having are, am I making the right decision? Do I have to do this now, right? Is this something that I need to decide on doing now? Or should I just kind of keep things the way they are, kind of status quo, you know, and you may even wish that your app would help you with this, right? Some, everyone loves real estate apps, but they're not going to tell you this answer. The fact is, is that if you don't have these thoughts going through your head, then it's abnormal. It is totally normal to be thinking about these things. What is my decision? Is it going to help? Is it going to hurt? So I'm just here to tell you that it is totally normal to have all of these questions. You're not supposed to know all of these answers, right? It's no one knows the future. I always have a joke that I say with clients that my crystal ball is in the shop. And I have past experience that can reflect on this. I bought my first property was a rental property. I bought it decades ago in the mid 90s. And at the time, people weren't necessarily buying a bunch of rental property. And 
I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea. I just had seen the numbers. It didn't cost too much money. I could live in the unit and I could afford it. And so it didn't seem like there was any downside to it. And I was one of the first people of all my friends to end up buying a property. And it happened to be, it's in Chicago. It happened to be right near Wrigley Field, which is where the Cubs play and very popular area. So it's done phenomenally well since then. The reality is I had no idea what I was doing, right? <laughs> I didn't know. It just seemed like a good idea. And I just kind of jumped and did it. And that has worked out well. Now, it's not like everything I touch turns to gold either, because shortly after I got married, my wife and I wanted to start a family. We ended up buying a large townhome, also in Lakeview, not too far away, maybe a mile away. And this was in the spring of 2008. So I'm a realtor and a pretty darn good one. But does everyone remember what happened in 2008? Yes, that's correct. The mortgage meltdown. So I had bought in April and later that year, the whole world, as we know, fell apart. So we held on to that property. We lived in there and we enjoyed it for a period of, of several years. But those were four very tough years in real estate. And we ended up selling that property for several tens of thousands of dollars less. Now, would I have wanted to go through that? No. Was it enjoyable? Absolutely not. But it's still a decision that we made at the time when we were buying it. It was the right decision for us. So it, that's just something to think about is you're not going to know if this is a great decision or a bad decision. You want to make sure that you're thinking about it the right way and that at the time you're making this decision, you are comfortable doing so. And if you are making that decision, does it need to be right now? You don't, this is certainly not something you want to rush into, but if it is and it's uncertain or you're uncomfortable, that doesn't mean that it's not the right decision to make. You should just be prepared for whatever does happen. After you make a purchase or a sale, the market may go up. And obviously, there's two sides to that coin. If you're selling a property, you're not going to mind if the market goes down afterwards, right? Because then you can say, hey, made a great decision. But the market may go up after you sell, and then you're going to be like, oh, I should hold on to it longer, right? And vice versa when you're buying. You want to buy when it's low and sell when it's high. I get it. The market, after you make a decision, is invariably, it's going to go up, it's going to go down, and at some points, it's going to be flat. So depending on how long you will have owned a property or what your plans are, Sometimes the market's going to be rosy, sometimes it's going to be lousy, and sometimes it's just going to be blah, right? The key is don't be wishy-washy about your decision. Take the time to make the right decision for you and then be happy with how it works out. Now, you want to think through the rationale. You don't want to be overly concerned with, oh, what if I do this and it's wrong? Don't make the decision in the first place unless you're comfortable with however the market goes. So the truth is, real estate markets can change on a dime. May not seem like it, and when the market has been going in a certain direction for quite a while, such as has been the case over the past couple of years, 
then it just seems like it's always going to be that way. But the markets can change, sometimes slowly, sometimes quickly, right? And one of the things I want to caution you not to do is just believe wholeheartedly what you hear in the media. Now, it doesn't mean that the media is necessarily lying, but some of the information is delayed by months. One national source of real estate information that people look at is what's called the Case-Shiller Report. So it reports on activity. It reports at the end of every month, but it's at least two months delayed. So when you're looking at that information, it could be two, between two and three months delayed. And that is a lifetime, or can be, in real estate. So just be aware of that. So what do some of the signs of real estate change look like, you ask? Well, as I mentioned, right now we are in the, the midst of that type of change. So things to pay attention to. Inventory levels, right? It's been a time in the recent past where everything that goes on the market disappears immediately, like it's multiple offers, etc. When you start to see more inventory coming on the market, and this is true whether you're actually, quote unquote, in the market and actually looking, or you're just checking out an app. When you start to see more homes come on the market, it could be the sign, certainly, of a changing market. Multiple offers, when that has been the norm as it has been of late because there's been low inventory, maybe you stop seeing as many multiple offers or home selling over list price, per se. You can also keep track of price reductions, right? When you start to see more and more price reductions, which I'm currently seeing, that's another sign of the market in flux, no doubt. Now, deals falling apart when it's a really, really strong market, you don't see deals fall apart hardly at all because buyers feel like if I don't get this home, I'm not going to get a home. So they deal with it. But when market starts changing and they're feeling a little more comfortable, at least asking for things during the escrow period or letting a home go if, if it's not exactly what they want, then you start seeing more deal fall apart. And that is kind of just a sign of market changing. Now, there is also seasonality, so that can be different depending on what market you're in. All right, so let's flip the script and talk about when it has been a buyer's market and those things are changing. So 2012-2013, it had been a very challenging several years in real estate, regardless of where you are in the nation. But we started seeing inventory levels, which there had been all sorts of inventory and not a ton of transactions. And then you start seeing the number of homes available for sale shrinking, right? And then when you start seeing that, then there's more and more multiple offers, which drive homes to sell more often over list price, right? And then the homes that you'd been seeing, if you're watching the market, you've been seeing price reduction after price reduction, you're not seeing that very much anymore, right? And then you see deals staying together, whereas buyers felt they were the king of the island and they could kill a deal at any time. The reality is, is like, they start feeling like, okay, well, someone else is going to gobble this up if I don't. So I need to keep this together. And both of those things can be happening. You want to pay attention to when those things are happening. Interest rates also play a profound effect 
on what's going on in the market, especially when they're making substantial moves. We've been seeing that of late. It's not always going to be the case. And usually interest rates are not moving dramatically, but they can certainly have an effect on, on what's going on. So either way, people who have had the advantage, who are starting to see it slip away, kind of feel like someone's moved their cheese, right? And you need to find an agent and be in touch with an agent, even if you're not necessarily in the market right now. You want to be in touch with an agent who can educate you on what is going on with the market. And sometimes that agent may be telling you stuff that you don't want to hear, but you may need to hear. Let's say you're going to be making a real estate decision in the next couple of years. You're going to want to kind of know what's going on now and how to pay attention to what's cooking. So when the time is right for you to make that purchase or sale or what have you, then you really have a thorough understanding of exactly what's going on. Along those lines, I'm always a big fan of analogies, and I use uh, real estate being like the weather as one that I often lean into. And it's kind of like, if it's sunny now, but it's going to rain, you're going to be glad if you looked at the reports ahead of time and grabbed an umbrella or had your uh, rain shoes so you're not caught without having that protection. And also, if it's cold outside, as it often is in Chicago, but it can warm up substantially in a short period of time, you know, you want to be prepared and bring short sleeve shirt or whatever if you're going to be away and, and you want to be dressed for the weather. So it's something where you, you just want to be prepared. So a question for you is, would you rather be the person who knows what's going on or the one with suckers stamped on your forehead? I bet I know the answer. The key is to be the student, kind of get into the know and stay in the know with your market about what's going on. The saying that I've always enjoyed is either you're at the table or you're on the menu. Personally, I'd rather be one of the people that knows exactly what's going on so I can make the smartest decision, right? A couple of other things to think about is how would you feel? Like what would your emotion be if you missed the boat? You kind of made a, an impetuous decision and it ended up costing you, how would you feel about that? You also want to think about your net worth. Real estate has to do with dollars and cents. And how would you feel if you kind of just made a haphazard decision and it ended up costing you in your hard-earned dollars, right? The moral of this story is about making a decision and being comfortable with it. Because at times, after you've made the decision, it's going to look like a great decision. And at other times, it may look like a lousy decision. You are not going to be able to control exactly that, depending on what period of time it is, right? But if you're comfortable with it when you make the decision, then you're more at peace with when the market's up, that's great. When it's down, you're kind of mentally prepared for it. And not everyone's comfortable doing this. Another saying that I love is fortune favors the brave, right? And the brave in this case are those that aren't necessarily fearing loss or failure or whatever you want to call it. And it is being brave. Like I'll validate anyone who's going through the real estate process. It's not an easy process. There's a lot involved, logic, money, emotions, all of those things, right? And it is a form of bravery to be involved in real estate in general. But make the decision you're comfortable with and as an investment, if you're buying over the long haul, things tend to work out. 
And if you're selling, be comfortable with what you sold it for. The market may go up after that. You may have missed out on a little bit more money, but you got what you wanted when you wanted it. Just be comfortable with the decision, right? And think about what you can get, some of the other benefits, right? You're going to be a lot less stressed. Like if you're comfortable with a decision, it's a grounded decision that you've taken the time to consider, you'll be calmer about it, right? You'll actually have to do less than you might otherwise, where you're just kind of at peace with the decision and you don't have to spend as much physical or mental energy doing things. In which case, you'll get some more of your own time back, right? You will potentially get upswings from the, the market if, for instance, you're buying and the market goes up, which again, over the long haul, you should figure, especially the longer the runway, the more likely that is. And kind of a side benefit is you may even, for lack of a better way of saying it, you may inspire others to do the same. If they see you making a decision and it's worked out pretty well, you may be a form of an inspiration to some people who may say, okay, well, if that person did it, then I can feel comfortable about doing it as well, right? So think of your realtor. First off, get into a relationship with a great realtor. I happen to know realtors throughout the nation that I stay in regular touch with. I'm happy to be a resource. But you want to think of a realtor as kind of a long-term consultant, whether you need one now or down the road. I'd get into a relationship where you know the market, you talk to them about the market. So when you do need to make a decision, you already know who you're going to be working with, right? So the resource that I have available, if you'd like, is go to prierepodcast.com slash choosing an agent. So that's P-R-I-R-E podcast.com slash choosing an agent for the questions that you want to ask a realtor to figure out if they're the right person for you to work with. But I want to give you all that information. You can also certainly reach out to me. It's Dave at the Nimic team.com. And other than that, I appreciate you joining me. And stay tuned for another episode of Putting the Real in Real Estate. Thank you for listening to Putting the Real in Real Estate with Dave Nimick. Make sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss an episode. You can find our guest contact information and real estate resources in the show notes. Stay tuned for the next episode of Putting the Real in Real Estate.